forever. Dog. Sure smells good. Good, good. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Office Hours Live is live. February 20. What? February 20. Huh? <laughs> February 20. What? You don't get this every year, folks. It is Leap Day. Mark it on your calendars. How exciting. What a weird. We're going to talk about it all during the show. It's all I want to talk about is what is it? Why? 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 Behind me, an empty chair. Oh, behind me, Rosie, do, Ro- Rosie the dog. Doug's still down under. But we got a special video from Doug coming in today that I just, I was, I, you know what I wrote to Doug? This is just a, this is, this is a tease. He sent a video. I said, bud, this is masterful. Doug. I wasn't fucking kidding. I haven't seen it yet. Are you serious? Doug, I'm serious. Doug, I don't think he's Doug. included me. He did. You just don't, li- you, you miss half the shit world. we send. Doug, Doug. Um, but Victor, speaking of the, 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 the burger boys here, Victor Burger, the burgermeister. What? Oh, here. What's up, everybody? The bad news is. Oh, good. Let's start with the bad news, I, folks. I sat down, and the oat milk is bad. It so is. The little pieces of yeah. And it's How, like I didn't little, know oat milk went bad. It went bad. So I'm gonna drink it. Anyway, Are you gonna be vomiting probably, from your? Well, from, from my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Captain Carlin is here, and we have <laughs> Taylor Williamson in the house. I usually do that as a. Taylor Williams in the house. It's my attitude today. <laughs> I love it. Hi. <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you for having me. When you when you when you told me uh, do you, I and I said may I come on your show and you're like, you're like yes. How about February 29th? I was like, is this like when the angels win the pennant kind of thing? Yeah. Like, you know, like right. Not gonna like maybe not. <laughs> yeah. When when pigs fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't think you knew that February 29th 9th was coming up. So yeah, we got caught in. I got caught in my own trap. <laughs> Whatever, we're gonna make it work. Um, I'm not really a fan. I don't really know your work. Can I tell you? I'm just so I'm I'm such a fan, and I just want to say, like, not to get too sincere and political, but like, it's nice to be somewhere where I can be myself, and like all these like woke liberal podcasts out there, and like I have to like watch what I say and bite my tongue and pretend I agree with them, but here I can just be me. Yeah, do what you need to do. (laughs) So thank you. (laughs) Now the truth is, I uh, I am an admirer of yours, and we met last. Spring at the Big Slick at the Big Slick softball, which I always talk about on the show, is one of the great great weekends of my life. <laughs> it's like summer camp for adults. What was your connection with that? Are you from Kansas City? No, I have no connection. Um, I went. This is my second year. Um, um, a, re- a repeat. It's mm-hmm. not a repeat. Do you think I'll repeat. get back invited back? Did they invite you yet? <laughs> <laughs> they already booked my hotel. Bro. It seems a little far off, but no, go ahead. No, I got to go two years ago. I was, I was um, uh, amazing actress Ginger Gonzaga was going. And I was a plus one, and then I'm just a plus one guy, you know. Really? And then uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, we need. Would you like to?" They looked me up. I don't know. And then, uh-huh. then they're like, "Do you want to come perform for six thousand people at the T-Mobile Center Shit. for this charity event and raise lots of money for these wonderful kids in the hospital?" And I was like, yeah, I could do that. You yeah. know? So that was so cool. And the, the, the best part is because they, they have a baseball game and all this stuff. Is softball the first, game. Excuse yeah. me, softball. <laughs> and I didn't have to play the first year well, because what? like, I was just a plus one last right, minute. Right, they didn't have a, a, a jersey for me. I was like, oh, man. And then, you didn't want to play? No. Hmm. I'm, with, I'm with like a pretty lady. I don't want to have to watch me okay. hit a ball, you know? Yeah, I well, try to hit a ball. Athletics is not my strength. Okay. 
it was terrifying. So then this year, they brought me back and uh, they asked, do you want to play baseball? And like, Weird Al Yankovic's the catcher. And you're, it's like you and Patrick Mahomes is there. Yeah. I, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. This like you don't have you don't, like you're I mean you're a real athlete. I'm a real athlete. What are you talking about? I'm not a real athlete. It was just fun to put on strap you know strap on a suit. Is that what you'd say? Strap, strap on, on a suit. suit. Yes. Get get in a uniform and get out on a major league baseball field and it, yeah. the, the stakes were so low. There were first of all there was about thirty like I would say there's about literally twenty people on the field. Uh, like so it's like it was not a real game. But did you go out on? The, did you play? I, I hit the ball. Yeah. Okay. All I care about was hitting the ball. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things like, why am I sharing and no one remembers or knows? But why am I telling you on this major show? But I, I hit major the ball. Show. I hit the ball, and then I fell because I didn't tie my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Well, can I tell you like, uh, respectfully, Jake Tapper fell before I fell, and I was like, like, oh, I'm not gonna be the worst guy. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then he fell. Then I fell too. But I was like, well, Jake, yeah, Jake Tapper. Tapper. Jake Tapper. Playing baseball, fell. Jake Tapper. <laughs> Softball, I'm sorry. Anyways, a you are day. a stand-up comedian. That is that is your trade. I do stand-up comedy. And you, for the people. Were you, what did you win? You won America's Got Talent. I got runner-up on America's Got Talent. Wow. Thank you. What? What? Thank who you. is hosting? Uh, Nick Cannon. No. My friend Nick. I Cannon. mean, no. Who is the ju- who are the judges? Uh, Howard Stern, Howie <laughs> Mandel, uh, Heidi Klum, and uh, Mel B. Scary Spice. Wow. Oh, and they all loved you. The four greatest comedy minds of our time. You know? <laughs> they know. Do you know what it's like? To did do- you ever then go do Stern? No. No, I'm very. I I wish I did. Like they were the whole team was really good to me, but I never got to do it. Yeah. I would like to. I've been talking to them about it. Okay. Yeah. We'll, like we'll to- see what. Ha- we'll proof, see proof, <laughs> proof is in the pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 10 years, and we're going to figure it out. <laughs> Howie was a big fan of yours. Howie was very sweet to me. Heidi Klum was very kind to me. At first, she didn't like me. Uh, you know, the Germans, they're not known for their... Uh, sense of humor. I don't know. Maybe they... I don't know if that's true. They have a dark sense of humor. <laughs> Do the they? Holocaust was a big old goof. Well, is that true? <laughs> no, no. <it's> <laughs> 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 All right, well, let me just... Let me start the show. <laughs> Hey, Vic, get, get that sound back. <laughs> Let me start the show. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we have Joanna Sternberg. Did I say that right? Yes, correct. I'm nervous about my pronunciation. Correct. I like that. Uh, Maybe that's how she should say it, if that's not how she said it. They, just keep that in mind. Excuse me, that's how they should, they should say it. They should say it. Joanna Sternberg. I like that pronunciation. Sternberg. Yeah. Joanna Sternberg. We'll be singing a song, uh, and I'm doing a little. This is this a little um, selfish of me, but the other the other day I was talking to some dads in, in the Glendale area, and Dad one was telling me <laughs> telling me about uh, a woman running for city council here named Karen Kwok, and I said, "Let's get her on the show. Let's get her on, so I can." I can become more influential in Glendale. Yes. <laughs> Be seen as a kingmaker, a power broker. Yes. Okay. Uh, where, where are you? Uh, you're up in where? Sherman Oaks? Sir, what, you, are we doxing me now, sir? <laughs> yeah, what is your... Do you want me to tell everyone your, ad- your address? No, 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 don't. Don't, 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 I will do it. Don't, 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 don't. Say something nice about me. Don't, 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 don't. You're a very funny guy. Plug my special. Your special is taped at the Comedy Store. Live. It's called Taylor Williamson Live at the Comedy Store on YouTube. But it's not live when you watch it. It's been taped. No. Can I tell you the worst part is every time someone watches it, I have to run over there and I have to tell the jokes again. It's terrible. What were you going to... Because you came in here and you said, oh, I'll save it for the show. 
Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, no. Uh, don't tell me you don't remember. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know what I learned, though? Did you know that speeding, if you speed, you don't get there faster? I did learn that. I know did that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. that sound? We're not, we're not here to learn. I'm sorry. If you just we're here to have fun. Speed limit, you'll get there the same time. I don't Maybe believe a, you. Don't where, where are you getting that from? The Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, interesting. interesting. <laughs> what was I going to say? This shit is weird. <laughs> I, by the way, I saw him, by the way, I have to stop saying by the way. By the way. Because <laughs> I listened to that, uh, you know, that uh, PDB podcast. Oh, every, oh sure. I, I watch. Those guys are by the way in it. Like I want to do a super cut of by the way. By the way. By the way. They go. They start every sentence with by the way. Biden. His numbers aren't good. By the way. Trump's coming in third now. By the way. This COVID hoax is by the way. Their by the ways are out of control, Vic. Maybe it's their catchphrase. By the way. No, no. Seriously. By the way. You know what I love about this podcast world? I know what I'm hearing. I got. I'm hearing something. It's like, like yesterday. You've been doing these podcasts. I'm going for it. I'm you going wrote for me. It. I'm, excuse me? Begging. You wrote me begging. <laughs> Sir, do you want to give your address out? Sir. <laughs> Would you like to give me out your address? No, we can. He, well, by as the way, soon as you say the, the number four, I'm cutting. I'm going to tell him, you know, he doesn't really live in Glendale. He lives in Beverly Hills. Oh, come on. Come on. I'm going to tell them the truth. This is one of those uh, uh, OnlyFans squatter mansions. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Oh, Have yeah. Have you seen, read, heard that story? No. There are these mansions, of course, like all in the hills and in the uh, west side of, Calif- of Los Angeles, like big mansions. Some of them are just empty. And apparently there's one that's just been, ab- ab- you know, there are squatters there and they're just uh, like I- uh, Instagram or YouTubers and, and OnlyFans people and stuff just living there. Uh, did, did you see this story? I no, no okay. I can imagine it though. Would I qualify to live there? I have an Instagram and a YouTube. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you, there you go. Look at this. OnlyFans squatter oh. found in luxury hotel Hill Hills Mansion. So they leave the power on, I guess. I don't know how it works, Vic. They could get Jen, Jenny's up there. Yeah. Um, wait, what were we talking about? Hmm. Oh, I was, so I was bragging that like so I'm putting my stuff out there doing these podcasts. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Do, I do because uh, I'm promoting my comedy special and. Uh, and uh, I'm very grateful to get to go on these. But some of these, I'm like, I'm like, like yours. I'm like, sincerely, this is like my favorite thing I could get to do. You, this and the view would be my two favorite things. <laughs> I mean that from my soul. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but like, um, you think you'd really like mesh with the the view ladies? I have like contacted the executive producer <laughs> on Twitter. I thought how many millions email. of people do you think do that as well? <laughs> I feel like I I have this uh, arts and crafts. Uh, <laughs> store on Etsy. I think those ladies would love my brooches. <laughs> I feel like I'd vibe with Joy Behar. I feel like yeah. we 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 would vibe. You'd and Whoopi, Whoopi like would be too. You know the you know what's I thank you. Yeah, I I, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know what's fun about Joy? You know she's not Jewish. <laughs> Is that right? It's she's the, Italian. She's a, she's an Italian New Yorker. Oh, very she has similar vibe. identities. Yeah, and that's part of her charm. Right. Like you don't know what's going on, but it's fun for everybody. Is Whoopi know? Goldberg Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the confusing one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I I've heard she's not, and it's not her real name. Okay. But then if you Google, it's like it, a stage name. Yeah, it's a stage name. Yeah. But uh, would but, you, if she asked you, would you shave her your eyebrows like she does? <laughs> would you? If she, 
You know what? You look good with yeah. shaved eyebrows. Can it's, I say that? Yeah. Bring in the razor. <laughs> How many people yeah. can do Please it? Get, get if you asked me, I'd shave my eyebrows. Okay. If I did, right, do you have a? Seems like you're asking. I don't have a bick with me, but he hasn't. He still has an ass. I don't think he wants it. If you really wanted it, I don't believe you, okay. you want it. Why don't we do this? Uh, we have a tremendously uh, talented audience out there. Yeah. Why don't you look right in this camera for about five seconds? <laughs> okay, so now somebody at home, go ahead and screen cap that, and let's take those brows up. <laughs> and we'll send it in. God bless you. And we'll put you. that up in the second half of the show. God bless you. <laughs> Your fans are great. My my friend Duncan calls into your show a lot. He's a dear friend of mine. He Duncan. Pre- oh Duncan. yeah, we know Duncan. No okay. Duncan. Shout out to Duncan. But yeah, I was gonna say yesterday I did Larry the Cable Guy's show, and today I'm on the Heidecker show. Wow. Like, now is he on? Wall. Is he in character off the air? What do you mean? In, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Can I tell you? I wanted to ask. I I, I like wrote down some before I do a show. I write down a thing. Someone yeah. gave me that advice. You know. And I wrote down. I wanted, you should have written down what you're going to bring up on the show today. That would have been helpful. <laughs> I did write one down, actually. Okay. I have one. How dare you? Larry never treated me like this. But um, <laughs> but I, I I wanted to tell him I couldn't find the the uh, hood spot to do so. I wanted to say that has uh, Larry the Cable Guy has uh, the streaming business hurt your career? You asked that to Larry. I wanted did. to ask. I wanted to bring up that conversation. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Because he's a cable world? guy, I get it. Oh, fuck. I didn't even get it. I, I mean, I, it. I, didn't, I didn't. You know why? Because I'm thinking about the next. I'm not here. I'm not present. I'm sorry, he's folks. He's a cable guy. Speaking of which. Disney World. So you're walking around Disney World. You don't care where you're going after a while as long as it's got That's to... early days of Dan Whitney. Oh, that's not. Oh, yeah. I see. That's Dan. a different person. Yeah, a different, yeah it might be. It might I be. don't understand what you're trying to do. <laughs> it looks similar. Listen, he's. A, listen. Are you, your, are you a character when you get up on stage, or are we looking at Taylor when we're watching that special? I've are been we? accused of this because I, I, meant, I, refer, I mentioned I'm Jewish sometimes, and then I get accused by non Jewish people who hate Jews are, are comfortable with me being Jewish. They believe it. But then Jewish people. Go like you're not really Jewish. Really? Yeah. Well, because I guess. Well, first of all, your last Careful. name. Your last name's not not the right, most right, Jewish right. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've been told like I, I act Jewish, which is like. I guess so. Where are you from? Uh, San Diego. That's very Jewish. <laughs> very Jewish. It's like the Israel of Southern California. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Besides LA. We don't say that name on the show, Israel. Um, <laughs> so wait. wait <laughs> Um, wait, I want to. I want to. Oh, I do want to bring up. Speaking of Jews and comedy, <laughs> I want to bring up the great Richard Lewis who passed. Oh away. yes, it's. I mean, so sad. Very sad, and I just want to share my. Did you ever run into him? I mean, you're in the comedy store world. No, I wish, uh, but he sent me a tweet once out of the blue. I never talked to him, oh. and it like meant so much to me. Yeah. It, he tweeted me once saying, uh, <laughs> "I have to look it up," <laughs> but he said. Uh, he said, uh, he said uh, I'll tell you a story yes, and I'll we'll, find we'll, it. St- we'll stay tuned for that tweet. <laughs> or that lot, it did mean a lot to him. That X. <laughs> so share that X with us when you get it. Um, well, no, my story with him is he did, we did a show, uh, we did the HBO Funny or Die show, Eric and I, uh, some 10 years ago or something, and we had Richard, we, had, uh, we did just three boys, me, Eric, and Zach, doing our, Zach Galifianakis doing our thang. And we did this sitcom, like sort of a TGIF ABC sitcom called Just Three Boys. And uh, we got, what's the dad from just, uh, from, uh, with the Urkel show? The yeah, uh, Reginald uh, Johnson. Reginald Very Vil- good, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had him come here. <laughs> and play a character. And then we had uh, Richard Lewis as the voice of a lamp. That's I don't know so if we cool. could find that, but 
It is uh, behind the HBO paywall, or the Max. There it is. Well, that's the show. But anyway, so we said, hey, because we're trying to do this parody of a 90s sitcom or whatever, and we're going to have this talking lamp. And as there were so many of those back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but there were like cats that talked and stuff like that. So we got Richard to come in, and he was very, he comes in, I'll tell you. And he's one of those guys from my childhood that is just like almost a, a superhero in the sense like they are, they are so them that when they come in, it's just crazy. It feels like they're coming out of the funny papers or something like, because they are who they are. There's, he's, he's doing the full black, the full black with the converse it's black. Style, yeah. you know, he's fully Richard Lewis, like <laughs> absolutely Richard Lewis. And um, he was very kind, very ha- nice, happy to be there, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, what, anything you want me to do? So we've written these like, lines for him just to do the voice for because there you go there's the do we have a little shot of this hey do me a favor just don't shit on the floor so that was it but there's other moments and he's sort of this sarcastic lamp you know like making little one one so we've written all this shit he gets in the booth and we're listening to it we don't see him but when you listen when we he started doing the lines it was like he'd laugh it was like he was not there because it didn't sound like you sort of needed the hair and the black, you needed the whole picture for it to be Richard Lewis, you right. know what I mean? And he was kind of like not comfortable being himself reading these lines. And we're getting through it and it was like, this is going to be weird because if you listen to this, you'd be like, I don't know who that is. I, this isn't, there's no attitude, there's nothing. And I, I said, listen, Richard, why don't you throw that script, throw that script away. Let's just talk through this. Start riffing. And I got him loosened up. And then that's, then Lewis came out. Oh, Lewis so came special. out to play. Um, so anyways, he was very sweet, very kind, happy to be there. The other guy that was, that did something on that show, or not that show, but right around that time was Tom Arnold. Oh, yeah. Different experience. (laughs) (laughs) Different experience. (laughs) That's so special. He came in with a full sweat. (laughs) I've never seen anybody sweatier. (laughs) Went right to the bathroom. Was in the bathroom for a good, I'm not kidding, a half hour. (laughs) Was he, was he was drying off? I don't know. <laughs> and then he came in, and I wish I had my old email address. I don't know what happened to it before I moved to another service. But there was an email that we got from Tom Arnold at 3 in the morning that night. If I printed it out, it would have been four pages long. Yeah. <laughs> Single-spaced. <laughs> you draw your own conclusions. Oh, whoa, that happened quick. <laughs> Wow. wow. If you're listening at home, folks, the eyebrows have been removed. Thanks, oh, Blake. Wow. That was so quick. <laughs> Is it? It's perfect. Can I tell you, this makes me, it's like, sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I'd be like, this is funny, this is fun. I'm like, I could cry right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah this, well, wow, this, this I mean, is it's not, not real. Really. It's, it's just, <laughs> just, just, just like, have to walk around. Like can this. I say something? We haven't had a damn Zoomer yet. Can we yeah. take somebody real quick? Yeah. Let's, all right, let's give Clinton a... A shot. Clinton's here every week. Oh, how you doing there? Look, look. I want to thank Did y'all I? for your support. <laughs> that was my Clinton impression. I love it. I, I was getting massages. What's going on? Is it not working, Wes? I was. Can I tell you? I was looking down, crying. I was like very sad, and then I heard Clinton. I thought he was here. Then I looked oh, up, and it was you. Wow. <laughs> Maya. Is I'll it tell Clinton's you what. side or Maya? You want to try Maya? I'm just getting on the Lolita Express. <laughs> Who there? I hear you. It's our pal Maya. There's Maya. Oh, hi, Maya. Hi, Maya. Happy Leap Day. Thank you. 
Did you know people who were born today are like five? I guess it depends uh, on Not really, born. but yeah. <laughs> 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 Maya, what's going on? Okay. Um, I'm sick. Oh. Weren't you sick last time? Are you sickly? Oh. No. No. Okay, what do you got? The COVID or you just have a cold or something? Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are your symptoms? Coughing. <laughs> Probably just have a cold. Everybody needs to chill out. I had a cold over the weekend. Oh, that's good to know. How about like, how about join the human race? (laughs) Where we have colds and we have sometimes there's things that you just, you can live with. You can continue to do your, you, you seem fine. Can you walk around? Get back to work! (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Because you're in school. Maybe she's young to have a job. How old are you? She's in school. She's in high school. I'm in ninth grade. Oh. Yeah, crazy. Is this so, legal? <laughs> Am I going to jail? I'm creeping out no eyebrows talking to an eyebrow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Maya, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's uncomfortable talking to you, so we're going to move on. Okay. But, 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 but I have to tell you, we... Um, wait, this, wait a minute. Uh, why do you see her creepy brother? This is going to disturb you. look at his mole. I don't want to look at his mole. Don't make me look at his mole. <laughs> oh, wait, what the heck? No, we're big fans of your YouTube channel. Let's give a shout out to Maya's yeah. YouTube channel. She's got some funny videos up there. People were raving about it. Can you p- promote the video, the channel again? What? All right, thank you. Hey, we made it. We made the new video. We made the unboxing video. Yeah. Thank you very much, Maya. All the best. Very good. Keep back making, to school now. Keep making them. She's always getting out of school. She's yeah. homeschooled, apparently. Homeschooled, oh. yeah. And, oh, I'm sick. Oh, no, I'm doing Tim's podcast. I can't. <laughs> like, how about learn, like, the, the, the 50 states and what their abbreviations are? Alabama, you know? Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Michigan, Minnesota, uh, North Dakota, um, and that's that. Ah, wow. yeah. Did someone make a drop out of that? Yeah. Vic just yeah. didn't put that in the loop. Do you know the I did that last that? night, actually. I went into a, a trance state with my, for my children's sake and because they, <laughs> they wanted me to do all the states, and I just went in there and started doing it. <laughs> down from, I, go, I go geographically, not alphabetically. Oh, I go I down see, from Maine, Vermont, it. New Hampshire, Rhode Island, <laughs> and they were just fascinated. And My then I got to the end, and I, they were like, I was like, how many is that? They're like, 43. <laughs> I was like, come on. What did I miss? What else is there? I missed, Hawaii. I'll tell you what I missed. Utah, I missed Kentucky, oh, a yeah. couple. New, all the news. West know, Virginia. New I didn't York, miss New West Jersey. Virginia. Okay. Do, you know right. the, do you know the president's rap? No. <laughs> I mean, I know most of the presidents. I could probably do, I could probably go, I'd probably miss, I'd say, how many presidents are there? 48? George Washington. Can I tell you, can I give you credit? Out of order is harder than in order. Thank you. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> he, he, president's rap, ready? Washington, Washington. Adams, Jefferson, Madison, uh, Adams again, fucking Van Buren. <laughs> but this doesn't rhyme, though. Okay. Do you want to show you? Go, you know it? The father ever. <laughs> did, do you want? Okay. Yes. Okay. Give us a beat. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, which beat do I use? I need to, I'm, I'm a professional. Oh, and, uh, the father of our country, George Washington, was one. Then it was John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Then it was James Madison and also James Monroe. 
John Quincy Adams was number 60 now. We are the presidents, the mighty, mighty oh, presidents. Oh, fuck, there's a chorus <laughs> after every six? The there's a chorus mighty, after every, how many, this is like a hard rain's gonna fall. <laughs> how many presidents are there? I don't know, that's all I don't remember. This is like uh, uh, Lou Reed's street hassle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we've got to do City of the Day. We're, oh, okay. we're obligated. Oh, boy. By law. The City of the Day. I hate to break it to you. City of the Day. All right, City of the Day, if you're watching at home, sponsored by Come and Go Kumquat Flavored Foods. <laughs> Hold on a second, I got it. Come and Go Gas Stations is proud to present a brand new line of Kumquat Flavored Foods <laughs> that will leave your insides covered in delicious Kumquat. Next time you stop by to fill your gas tank, fill up your mouth with Cum Casserole. An enticing melange of elbow cum noodles, cum quatted mayo gravy, and thinly sliced cum and go grown kumquats. Come on in for a hot and moist cup of cum coffee. Need a quick nibble? Suck on a kumquat dog, slathered in real kumquat relish with a squirt of kumquatted cummy mustard. Bring home a kumquatari. Kumquatted. <laughs> Kumquatoni pizza with an ooey gooey cummy kumquat stuffed, <laughs> stuffed crust. That's crust spelled with a Q. And don't, <laughs> don't forget to grab a sweet treat for the road. Come and go cashiers personally produce every cum cookie and cum cake with both or one of their hands. <laughs> when you check out, tell them <laughs> Tim told me come and get them for a free cum quippin' dippin' sauce to help swallow your come and go kumquat flavored <laughs> foods. Now here's a jingle from kumquat fanatic Dan Mulcahy. Mulcahy. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you could. <laughs> Ew. You don't have it. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, Jeez Louise. I'm sorry, All right, I got it. Here. I thought you had it. Here's the jingle. Oh, it's oh not my down God. Right. I blew Ten, it. I'm sorry, nine, guys. Eight, seven, it's gonna six, be still worth it. Five, four. Are you going to come? Do you know you want to come? Are you going to come? No, you can't tell me anything for listening to the jingle. Which I'm, I'm mandated to do. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is the city of the day, man? Very good, Dan. Sorry about that. Uh, Eden. Hello. Hello, Eden. Um, the city of the day is. By the way, this Zoom. Look at me. See, <laughs> by the way. On? By the way. By the way, this Zoom. Zoom has a new thing in it that randomly adds <laughs> balloons and thumbs ups and shit. Have you noticed this? It sucks. <laughs> I was in a me- I was like in a serious meeting, and I was like, "Well, the thing is, it's like balloons." <laughs> And everyone's laughing, and I'm like, I did not want that. Okay, but what did you? Where? What's the city of the day? It's um, Sebastopol, California. Cool. No, you're not. It's you're, nothing's happening. See, it, it also doesn't really work. It works. It doesn't work when you want it to work. No. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's Sebastopol. A what is that in Ukraine? Mer- uh, no, it's an hour north of San Francisco. Ah, Northern well, California. Town. Hmm. Cute. What are you? Uh, what are you? A roadie for the Grateful Dead? Dead and Company? No. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm really nervous to be on the show, but I'm so grateful to be here, and I'm such a big fan. I miss Doug a lot. Um, well, listen, yeah. Doug is just, uh, you know, Doug's down under. He'll be back up next week. Back yeah. up. <laughs> um, I, did have a, I did have a hothead hotline bone to pick. Um, Go for it. From last week, or actually maybe from six months ago. Um, I didn't really <laughs> like the movie Tar either. Ah. Oh, you're, you're currying mm-hmm. favorite Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor, Matt didn't like Tar. Mm-hmm. I thought Tar was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Oh. I mean, I liked it. Well, it's got to be a quick pick because Karen's here anyway. Okay, so. thank you so much for your Tar take. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Batman. All right, I'm going to turn my attention now, if you don't mind, Taylor, being respectful Respect. and honor the democratic process of, of, of California primaries coming up. PP. And you watch your mouth back there, too, because we have a... A very important person joining us now. Is Karen there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Karen. You want to hear the the things that come out of my smart mouth, by the way. Oh, okay, good. So you're just like us. You like to have a little fun. Absolutely. (laughs) Karen, uh, I've been seeing your name all over town. Uh, You got the bill, you got the little street, the signs and yard signs out there. You're running for city council of Glendale, California, and you've got a cat on your head. Tiny cat on your head. Actually, you noticed that, yes. <laughs> okay, good. That's beautiful composition you have there. Cat sitting right on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it jumped. Um, tell us a little bit about this run. For, is this the first time you're running for city uh, government or any government? Actually, this is, my, this is my second run at city council. I also ran two years ago in 2022 because uh, Glendale has at-large elections. Uh, which we're trying to change into council districts, but for now. So you got to vote for three council members in 2022, and you get to vote for two this time. That means all voters throughout the entire city get to vote uh, for seven candidates, and whoever wins the top two votes wins the two seats on the council. So this is my second run, and and two years ago, I came in sixth place. Uh, But the astonishing fact was that I won 8,804 votes on a budget of, get this, $3,000. $3,000. Hey, oh. Wow. All right. We've got some enthusiasm out there for Karen. And Karen, what makes you want to run and run again? What's what's driving you? It's because before a few years ago, I never thought that I'd run for public office, you know, like most people. That I just tried to mind my own business, uh, you know, focus on, focus on my own life, my own career. Um, but... A curious thing happened. You know, I kept getting laid off because I, I worked in the publishing industry. Okay. As you know, the publishing industry has been undergoing a lot of changes. Basically, it's run by a bunch of dinosaurs who don't want to change to modern times. See, I told you that I have a sharp tongue. Yeah, I <laughs> And uh, because exactly, precisely, because people are more likely to, to, to this than to read books, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they refuse to adapt to modern technologies and to the different ways that people consume media nowadays. So basically, uh, as they tell you, through no fault of my own, I kept losing my job. You know, the first time you get laid off, you really think that it's your fault. That, you know, I did something wrong. What do I need to do? Yeah, yeah. The second time, the second time you get laid off, your entire department gets asked and moved to another country. You sit back and think, you know what? This really isn't my fault. Let's look at the larger social and political forces, you know, that are behind this. They're making this happen. There's one crucial question I ask behind all policy, which is who benefits? Who benefits when these things happen? And that's why, you know, you take your own emotions out of the equation. Because it's really not personal, right? Although yeah. it affects your personal life, you need to find a new job. But look, sit back, look back. Use your use your logical mind to see what's happening. And that's how I stopped focusing on only my own my own little life and focusing on what's happening to the country at large. How does this fit into the pattern? And that's when I started reading you know, different kinds of news. You know, 
wonderful media sources like this, you know, that are not mainstream. You <laughs> <laughs> can find out more about it. <laughs> Thank you. I mean that as a compliment, but I, I, know, yes. I don't. I, because you know the corporate media has its own agenda, right? I do know that. <laughs> I, I shouldn't call them mainstream. I should call them the corporate media because that's who's paying for what you want, to, what they want you to know. Okay. Yeah. So, and then also when I moved here to Glendale, it's um, I had a tough time finding a job because again, because of those very same uh, forces. You know, I have a degree from an elite school. I have twenty years of corporate experience, and yet I had a tough time finding a job. So basically, something and what people taught us and how to make it in this world, something wasn't connecting. <laughs> But that gave me a lot of time to join a bunch of local groups and to get involved uh, to get involved in city government. Because, as you know, a lot of activists, uh, our work takes us to meet with uh, city government officials. And then, you know, I sat in a city council. By the way, have you ever sat in a city council meeting? No, I, I hate to say I have not. I, I strongly advise it. But I'll there go are with you. There only a handful of people there. But what I noticed was this. Okay, you know what? There's a huge disconnect between our ordinary lives and what these people in City Hall talk about all day. <laughs> right. And so my first thought was, you know, just as a first time observer, you know, I don't think these people know what they're doing. <laughs> and then and then I, I came back, because, you know, you, you make a hypothesis, you need to check it with further events, right? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the second meeting, it's, you know what? These people definitely don't know what they're doing. <laughs> this is back in 2017. A couple of meetings later, the thought entered my head. You know what? I could do a better job than these people. Nice. And I mean, that's, honestly, good. That's, that's a good attitude. Yeah. That's not saying much because I think any of us, the vast majority of people, could do a better job <laughs> than the people currently running City Hall because they're that disconnected from our, the ordinary lives of the most, most of the people who live here. And also, there's another reason that uh, I became a lot involved with you know, local groups, not just political groups. Um, but I was looking for a candidate. This was in 2019. I was looking for a candidate who would say the things that I need to hear, particularly about housing. Mm. And I wasn't hearing it. Housing. And I have a wonderful. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but housing is a, is a big deal for you, and it's a, just a huge. I don't yeah. care. By the way, I, and I know most of the people listening to this. I would say 99% of the people listening to this aren't in Glendale and won't be voting. <laughs> but we will. But That's we will. Okay. I well, I mean, just because it's. I mean, we're playing to the whole world, right? But we'll clip this out, and you can use it however you want. But uh, this is not just an issue in Glendale. Housing, of course, has become right. a major issue. Everyone's feeling it in different ways. But continue. Housing is the number one issue in L.A. County. And I can tell you from living in various cities around the country that it's the, it's the top issue everywhere for most people. It's the exact same problem everywhere. So, so basically, I wasn't finding a candidate who was saying the things I need to hear about housing. And then I have this wonderful friend named Mel Tillicratney. He's a homeless advocate. He now runs uh, Shower of Hope. He had on his Facebook page, uh, Monday Night Mission, a quote. I looked around and I thought, somebody needs to do something about this. And then I realized I am somebody. <laughs> that's a great quote. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then that's when it dawned on me, oh, if I'm not hearing the things I need to hear from political candidates about housing, maybe I need to be the one to say them. And that's why I'm probably the most reluctant candidate ever. It's not about privacy. I like my anonymity. That I don't know about you, but I enjoy being the observer. Yeah. But if you put yourself on a stage and you become the person who is observed, then you lose that, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you, you sure know? do. Yeah, you can be that one or the being, other. The, the anonymous observer. I like my anonymity. I like being a private citizen. And the problem with being a public figure is that it's a 24-7 job. That, you, you know, sometimes Tell it's kind of different. I get harassed in the airplane, airport. <laughs> and, uh, no. I just want to say I go on stage but, in front of no, I'm, and not, no one is in the audience very often. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have a different experience, but respect. 
Um, but honestly, yeah, I really didn't want to run for public office, but there's a need and people, some people need to step up and fill that need. And that's, that's how I see my role. Well, Karen, you got my support and uh, certainly the other dad I was talking to uh, in the canyon uh, last weekend. So you've got two votes right now and my wife. I'm going to move to Glen, I'm going to move to Glendale and vote for you. Where can people find your your uh, Karen Kwok at karenkwok.com? Oh, my website is kwokforchange.com. That's kwok k w a k f o r c h a n g e kwokforchange.com. All right, and maybe we'll get an office hours uh, field trip to city council to actually watch one of these city council meetings. That sounds like kind of fun. That's awesome. But yeah. wh- wherever you live, whichever city you live in, I highly recommend that you watch at least one of your local city council meetings just to get a feel for what they like and the people running the show. Cool. All right, well, thank you for coming on, and we're going to uh, say good luck. And March 5th is the deadline, right? March 5th? Yes. Is the... Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'll see you around you. town. Much respect. Bye. Nice to meet you. Much respect. That's exactly Thank you very much for hosting us. Look at this is who we need. Wow, right, wow. Vic? Are you Here impressed? Yes. I think I've just seen a star rising. She's rising. wonderful. We need to get these people. First of all, I think local government's very important. I know you don't. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't vote. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, but this is where it starts. If you want to make change, you got to do it. Start small, right, Matt? Local. Think, uh, think, think local, global, act local. That's what they say. I, I never, I've never heard that vibe, but genuinely, it is so uh, like inspiring. Uh, inspi- thank you. It is inspiring. She's like, I don't want to do this, but someone has to do this. Yeah. Like she's not. She's not. There's no ego, maniacal behavior here. She doesn't have a podcast. You know. I was watching this <laughs> Dean Phillips this morning. You know, this guy is running against Joe Biden. Yeah. Was, he was. He seemed all right to me. I, I like know. him a lot. I, I don't know much about him. He might be a total <laughs> slime, but Marianne Williamson, I like her. Yeah, I, I she's like, my but, aunt. She talks. Right? She's my aunt. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's, she's my uncle. Um, we are so. Oh wait, let me do this. We've got some time, right, Matt? Oh yeah. We're doing good today. Let's take a caller. Maybe a hothead. Yeah, let's go to the hothead. Uh, I've got an interesting. We'll lighten things up a little bit here. I've got a. What do I call it? A policy check. Oh yeah, you want to check with this hot? Well, they. Have, it sounds like they're a real hothead today. All right. Imani, Armani. What's What's your name on the hotline? Um. And we should give equal Hi, time to whoever's running Maddie. against Ms. Kwok. <laughs> <laughs> yes, how can I help you? You got a problem with me? Oh, um, yeah, actually, I do. Um, <laughs> I actually have the opposite of a problem. I kind of wanted to thank you. Um, well, okay. I'm a Palestinian American, so I, you know, my ethnicity is very trendy lately. Everyone all of a sudden, you know, I mean, it's a good thing, but um, I had this one moment a few months ago when I was catching up on all the Office Hour live episodes and you had Abby Martin on. Oh, yes. This was like 2021. And she was talking about, you know, ethnic cleansing and genocide and settler colonialism. And like to hear that as like and just not expecting it like no offense i don't listen to the show to hear like uh deep policy discussion thoughts about the middle yeah and like that was just a real combination of like my two worlds in a way i never expected Mm. and you know it being a palestinian american you just get so used to the feeling that america and the American identity and the Palestinian identity are separate. And, Mm. 
you know, that moment with Abby Martin, it was kind of like, no, like, and especially now with, um, you know, like the heavy, heavy, not the politicians, but all the other, the American people are now focused on Palestine. It just feels um, so surreal. And it feels like that moment in 2021, uh, that moment I had watching your show with Abby Martin was just kind of foreshadowing for everything now. Yeah, Um, she's been out there on this issue years. I mean, it's been an issue for a long time, but she's certainly been a big advocate for it. And she's out there right now getting arrested and you know, it's it's intense. Mm-hmm. And where are you? Where are you living? I'm in New Jersey right now. And when did you? Um, as I'm just curious, like you identify as a Palestinian American. Were you born there? Did your parents come over? Like, what what brought you to America? <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't call myself. I, no, go ahead. I only call myself a Palestinian American. I only call myself a Palestinian American because I was born and raised in America. Um, I feel like people who immigrate to America don't. Okay, Wait, but I'm confused. You know, I'm kind Are of you, she's having a semantic American. discussion. She's saying that if you if you're saying I'm Irish American, that means you're born in America. Mm-hmm. Right. That so you're Palestinian American. Is, is that that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Are your parents? Are your parents? Yeah. Were, were your parents born there? Um, my mom was born in America. My dad, well, you know, his family was displaced. He was technically born in Jordan. Um, but I was born and raised in New Jersey. That I guess. But (laughs) (laughs) But you have, you have, you you have cultural, you have a cultural connection to that area. You you consider yourself, as as you were saying, you consider me if you're Jewish American, but you don't really call yourself Jewish American. You know, you just say American, right? Or I don't, I don't say that. I would be fine saying that. Jewish American. I don't know. I'd be happy to. Jewish American prince. But certain groups, I do say that. Certain groups who are who who are, you know, have I don't know. I'm not good with words right now. But I guess the point is, it's it's nice that I. So you felt. By us bringing it up early, that sort of uh, validated some of your feelings. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because I grew up mostly in like a super white uh, Republican county in New Jersey. And like saying when people would ask, what are you? What and are I'd you? be like, you know, yeah, truly. And I'd say Palestinian. They would give me the blankest stare on their face. Like I felt like such... And like, you know, my family's history is truly erased. Like no one in America knew what Palestine was, where it was, anything about it. Right. And so like in my mind, it like I it felt weird to just say American because I would also be erasing that part of my identity. So, um you know yeah, what I, I heard the other really I was listening to about. this uh, archaeologist. I was listening to this. It's not on the Joe Rogan show. It was another <laughs> show. It was an ancient, ar- ancient archaeologist type guy, yeah. an intellectual guy. And he was talking about this idea of uh, our concepts of, of human civilization are really, uh, first of all, wrong. And uh, this idea of like there was this period, this moment where agricultural sprouted, agricultural, agriculture sprouted out of the fertile mm-hmm. crescent. Before that, you have a hundred thousand years of nothing. Hello, food fans. Just people. What? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Picking shit out of their hair? 
<laughs> eating bugs. Like, no, that's stupid. I don't know why we bought into that. It's like, no, it's been kind of this gradual. There's been like periods of, uh, you know, big expansion of populations. And it, it's been going on for hundreds of thousands of years, the human experience. And he was saying, back before uh, like that period that we understand to be kind of the fertile crescent and the ex explosion of population, people are just, there's so much more travel. People would be walk, people would be migrating all over the place. And they were saying, 100,000 years ago, 50,000, whatever, somebody wanting to go from Egypt to Jordan would be a natural, you'd, they'd, you'd, that's how people would move. They'd flow around the world. They'd move and kind of, you know, follow the seasons or whatever. That person today, they'd have to be in the CIA to go from those, you know, to travel <laughs> from that place to the other place. Like this idea of creating these borders and locking everybody away from each other is just sick. Yeah, you yeah. disagree. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> walls built. Tear down the walls. Right, Vic? That's true. Bring Fucking them hang out together. I, um, <laughs> that's, that would be wonderful. I, but sorry, I want to wrap this up. Oh. Do you want to, can I, can I change the subject? Ma'am on the phone? Um, no? I, I really want to plug one thing. Yes, that please. That's the whole Drink. reason why I called. Can I just plug? Um, all across the country on March 2nd, Saturday, there's going to be a bunch of protests for Palestine. Um, I'm working with organizing the one in New York. It's going to be in Washington Square, 1 p.m. Saturday. There's one in Philly. There's one in Los Angeles. Um, so just right. putting that out there would be... Uh We'll put links to that. I support these protests. Are you are you okay with that? I, <laughs> I know. Listen, I got some JCC gigs coming up. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, you know. No, of course. Are you feel okay about? No, because this is a this is a dividing line in comedy right now. That's becoming very uncomfortable for people. Well, I think. I mean, I, I'm very proud of my take on. I think. I think. I think I would have the same take as you. I think uh, people should not be killed who are innocent and yes. we should have peace and two-state solution and everyone should be happy and healthy and get to live their lives and thrive and not be prosecuted or persecuted for any reason right. if they're kind and being good to people. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> well, so, I'm, I'm running for Congress. So, yeah, that's going to be a good stump speech you got there. <laughs> well, like, that's that's right. This is, Mark, this is this Saturday. Everybody come out and uh, show your support for the people in Gaza. The news today, by the way, I mean, just... I don't even want to talk about it. It's fucking disastrous. disastrous what just happened today. So, and this Joe Biden with his ice cream cone in his mouth, fuck him. And, I, you know, what are you going to do? Everybody sucks up top. It's a disaster. We're in a full disaster mode right now, Vic. Why do you see this? <laughs> Trump, I about this video that he's got. Trump's got, uh, he, he's going to win now because, well, I don't know, who knows who's going to win, but they're not going to do this trial. Do you know about this? Yeah. The Supreme Court says, oh, yeah, we'll listen to that. After oh after these other they? yeah they just said that and you know what's going to happen they're going to delay 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 yeah, Tom delay after, remember yeah. Tom delay Trump's we love Tom in. delay that's the whole goal that's why he like announced he was running so long ago like yeah. two years ago I still think there's time for the Democrats to put in somebody else I think that could happen I'm a believer in that people say I'm naive and stupid and, and self sabotaging but listen it would be so exciting if they had the Democratic convention and it was an open convention. And then it was it would consume everyone's news feeds. It would be all we'd talk about. And then you'd look on the other side, and there was this demented old guy crapping his pants, <laughs> sweating on, his ass off. Come on, man. Speaking of that, <laughs> Trump debuted a new a new oh, character. Oh yeah, we should get his new character out. 
Hold on, give me. You guys are gonna like who this. was on the phone right there. Amani, yes. let's let Amani go. Thank right. you, Amani, for supporting, uh, and we uh, we worship and love you. <laughs> How about that? This show is action-packed. Thank you, I really appreciate it. All right, take Thank care. You. Be safe. Be good. Listen to this. I, I, this was shocking to me. This guy don't shock me too much anymore. Yeah. But he all the, all the same usually. But he, we, you're going to see something shocking because he's introduced. I hope we get more of this character I, in the election I'm cycle. Keeping an eye and ear out. But he's got a new guy. Trump's new guy. <laughs> Listen to this. It's, wait, it's, uh, do you want to say what it's called? It's a gremlin guy. Yeah, I think it's, we're going to call this Trump gremlin. <laughs> gremlin guy. And it, it, it that doesn't happen right at, right at the top, but you'll yeah, see, you'll, you, when it happens, you'll know. Yeah. Got it done. And it was a big deal, and everybody was happy. And I said, honey, I did something really good. Watch. Watch this. Baby, watch this. It's going to be beautiful. He's going to say great things about me. I love that. Look, I don't care who you are. If you're watching television and somebody's on it, they say nice things about you, you tend to like that. <laughs> or you tend to at least want to watch. We can all be cool. I don't care. I, no, if you're... But I said, watch this, honey. It's really important. What we did is something really special. Nobody else could have done it but me. I'm the only one who could have done it. <laughs> he never mentioned my name. <laughs> and I say, Van Jones, someday I'm going to get you, Van Jones. <laughs> What the fuck? It's Gollum. You know it's that? like the... Uh -huh. But the face makeup. I know it's yeah, been talked wow. about. My wife said, congratulations. My wife. Good job you did. <laughs> <laughs> mention my name. And he never mentioned my name. My name. <laughs> and I thought that was terrible. Oh, my precious. <laughs> and Van Jones, someday I'm going to get you, Van Jones. Van Jones. Oh. He's what just a, so up, he's just watching cable news That's all day. All His wife is TV. like, "No, I, what's that? I'm leaving. I'm not. Yeah. I, I I can't come in right now." <laughs> he looks like a kumquat, kind of. <laughs> he does look like a kumquat. I can't stop Thank thinking about kumquats. Yeah, I, know, I, I truly know. haven't. You ever have any? I haven't had one in, in decades, and, and I can't. I genuinely want a kumquat. That, <laughs> that is the best, most effective ad I've seen. There. <laughs> but he look. He could be. I'm sorry. I want a kumquat. So bad. <laughs> oh my god. Well, let's take one more zoomer, and then we'll have uh, Joanna Sternberg. Yeah, Joanna, why, why don't you come in and get set up while we talk to this Zoomer? We have pizzas, we have... Philip has a, uh, speaks. Many, many has a question. Hey guys, big fan, big fan. Hello. Uh, greetings from Berlin. I'm currently at the hospital uh, for the past five days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that what your doctor sounds like when you're getting checked actually, out? Yes. <laughs> that, that's exactly what at... <laughs> What are you in the hospital for? Uh, I have a weird bacteria and I have a kidney transplant, uh, so I have to be mm. very careful. Um, so and just stay in the hospital. Fever. <laughs> the doctor's like, "Listen, you've got something going on with your kidney. I think we just keep you in the hospital. That might be best." Uh, exactly. So I don't know when I'll, I'll go home to my wife and kids. Um, but overall, I have a question to you guys. Okay. Um, so I got my kidney from my best friend. Um, so seven years ago, and thanks to him. Uh, I'm Matt, alive, hold your kidney right? for me, would you? <laughs> I got one on reserve. Okay, I'm, I'm, I call no. dibs on Matt's kidney. <laughs> Did you know you can donate your kidney like... on behalf of someone else? <laughs> no. That's a thing. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> so what's the question? I'm not 100% sure. So the okay. question is, would you give a kidney to someone who is in your family? Um, you know, like, do you have someone so close to you that you would do it? I don't know. <laughs> a relative? That seems tough. A loved one? But no, of course. I mean, wait, uh, this kidney trans, this, you, you've got two kidneys, yeah. right? You got one to spare? Can you get it back after they go? After they go? 
How does it change your life? Like, like if you only have one kidney, can you drink less or something? Like, can you drink? Can less? you drink? Do you have to drink <laughs> less? Like water, just anything in liquid, not just alcohol. Uh, he's, I guess he's, he's on. He's on another podcast. <laughs> right <now>. <laughs> just <laughs> muted us. Oh, you know what? We also oh, forgot shit, about Doug's video. Oh yeah. Oh, let's do Doug's video now. Okay, yeah. so the, the we'll, he's, we'll, he's checked out. He muted. Oh no, he's coming back. Oh, he might be <laughs> being looked at by the doctor. At the moment. Here's oh, where he's we're getting do blood drawn. <laughs> Joanna's here setting up. Joanna, you're a fan of the show, so you know what's going to happen. You know that we're going to do this. Here's what we should do. I think we should turn things over to Joanna. Then we play Doug's yeah. masterful video. Then we all go pee-pee or poo-poo or whatever we need to do. Okay. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we come back with another hour. We can talk with Joanna. We can move Taylor over to Doug's seat. Great. And keep the show rolling, get your Zooms, talk about my policy check regarding side salads. Uh, I want to talk about this Rust movie. I'm watching that stupid... That's not stupid. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, interesting. And uh, much, so much more. So now, without further ado, the much beloved Joanna Sternberg. Thank you so much.
about you. Good day. Uh, this is Doug reporting from Adelaide, Australia, and this is my review of last week's Office Hours show. First of all, I love the artwork. You guys look like a news team. Speaking of news, I have some good news. I met this interesting man in Brisbane last night. Next, I noticed that Rosie was sitting on my desk. Rosie is a dog, but did you know that rosy cheeks can happen on your face when you're in cold weather? I didn't have to worry about that, as I spent most of my time in the sauna toilet at my hotel. Tim was looking sharp in his IZOD shirt with the classic Crocodile logo. That reminds me of Crocodile Dundee 2, which is an Australian film that got 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. But Debbie Barham said, it's not a complete crock of dingo dung. And Caffeinated Clint from Movie Hole marked it as fresh. All right, enough about Tim. I was sure sad to miss the show because Maria Banford was wearing blue and yellow, which is the color of Ikea, a furniture store that sells items such as Dagstorp, Dumbass, and Farty G. She also has a wonderful scarf, which was a lot smaller than the one that Lenny Kravis once wore. Another musical Lenny is Lenny Kosnowski on Laverne and Shirley. They had a fictional band called Lenny and the Squigtones that released an album and even performed an American bandstand with Dick Clark, who was born Richard Wagstaff Clark. Personally, I think Wagstaff sounds cooler than Dick, but what do I know? It was great to see producer Matt on my screen. Behind him was a picture of what appears to be a telephone pole in it. Most telephone poles are made from Douglas fir, which is a tree named after Scottish botanist David Douglas, who died in Hawaii when he fell into a pit trap and was mauled by a bull. By the way, did you know that the bull's logo upside down looks like a robot reading a book? Scott Marvel Cassidy was a great guest too. I noticed that he had a beard, which is an attractive facial hairstyle that was worn by famous men such as Rutherford B. Hayes, Henry David Thoreau, and Maximilian I, who was born in Vienna but became the emperor of the Second Mexican Empire. But oops, he was executed after he screwed up some political stuff. His body was embalmed and put on display in Mexico for six months before being sent back to Vienna. Drake also has a beard. Finally, I sure got homesick when I saw my buddy Vic on the show smiling and playing great drops. Couldn't help but notice that his microphone says VB on it. VB is a popular beer here in Australia. I didn't have any, but it seems to make people quite happy, such as this local man. If you're a fucking fair dinkum, fucking full-grown Aussie, this is what you'd have for breakfast, you fucking dog cunts. A fucking VB long neck at 20 to 8 in the fucking morning. Get that up, ya. Overall, it was a great show. I'll give it a 6 out of 10 because I wasn't there. Miss you guys, and I look forward to my triumphant return next week. Cheers. Who was working with three very funny guys. One of them had funky hair. Hello, everybody. It's me, Keith. Do you want more from the Holy Trinity? Well, you're in luck because there's another full hour of this show at patreon.com slash office hours live. You'll also get access to Tim's Saturday morning blogs, game nights, the Joel Hole, and so much more with Office Hours Plus. The best part is it's only $5 per month or $55 for a full year because talk is cheap. I dare you to find a bigger bang for your buck somewhere else. Anyway, get all of the satisfaction you'll ever need today at patreon.com slash office hours live. And guess what? You'll get a free seven day trial. How about that? Now put those sticky fingers to work and click on over there. That's the way. The way they remain. 
I just do 